This is On The Grid on mypodcasthouse.com. G'day everyone and welcome to our first hour edition of the Bathurst 1000 for 2020. And what a first hour it's been. Let's have a listen to Rick Kelly, who has had a massive issue with the clutch. Here he tries to explain it. We, um, we rolled off the line for the start of the warm-up lap and it was, um, it was on the floor. Very different feeling. Obviously, there's always a lot of pressure there when you depress the clutch um, and it was gone. I don't know, we've never had that before. So it was a pretty nervous time on the grid because we decided to try and start the race rather than pit. And weirdly, it actually got off the line okay. That last third of the clutch is still working at that point, but it's just flopping around for the, you know, the, that last two thirds. And then throughout the first couple of um, laps, it wasn't that bad, and I started not using it down here, which around Mount Panorama is not ideal, especially as you come over Skyline. You're so used to having the clutch work the car down the hill rather than compression locking, trying to hit the toe more accurately. So I had to move to that, which knocked the pace around, and then... I tried a couple of things to recover, um, you know, if it was a temperature-related thing, and it, and it just got worse. It, um, it completely doesn't work at all. So I'm not exactly sure what the problem is, whether it's master cylinder, a fluid thing, or an actual mechanical issue with the clutch. But, yeah, pretty gutted. Craig Lowndes said he had a great stint in the car first up. Uh, well, to be honest, I was just lucky to get off the line because uh, yeah, I don't um, the 12 car in front, I don't know whether it stalled or it had a really bad start. And then I actually just sort of closed my eyes, went right. I wasn't sure who, like, uh, the per car, whether he was there or not, but uh, we managed to squeeze through turn one, settle down. And, uh, you know, the car's working really well. As we got on and burned some fuel off, the car balance came to us. And then, yeah, had a great battle there with Caruso and then, uh, you know, chased down my mate Luffy, but he got scared and came into the pits. Will Davis did a great job stuck behind Scott McLaughlin, who leads the race in the at the end of the first hour. Let's have a listen to Will Davison about his first stint. Um, but yeah, it's it's an important stint for the day, and it was, I was pretty nervous doing the start. I haven't done one in six months, and um, yeah, the clutch was a bit different to what I'm used to. So I was just relieved to uh, get it off the line. It wasn't the best start, but it was uh, it was safe. Not worried about the pace running with that 17 just yet. Uh, yeah, it was quick. Um, the car felt really nice early and um, just went away in the back half of the stint. So early days, the track's going to change a lot as the day goes on. So, um, yeah, we've got potential in the car and I'm sure we can, we can tune it up um, to be a bit better over the stints as the day goes on. And here's James Courtney who handed over the car to the birthday boy. The 18-year-old Brock Feeney. Birthday boy. No, it's it's. I yelled out, "Happy birthday!" As I but I don't think you heard me. But uh, but no, you did really well. We had a few dramas in the warm-up this morning, but the car, you know, we had a really good start. Um, you know, everything's running well. Um, throw him in, he'll have a little bit of a run here, and, and um, might try a few things in his next stop. But uh, but no, it's, you know, I've got no. I've got every bit of faith in him. He's uh, he's got here because he's incredibly talented. And I told him this morning. Just do exactly what you've done your whole career, mate, and enjoy it. So it's uh, there's only one time it's your first, so it's going to be a pretty special day for him. With thanks to Supercars Media and Fox Sports for that audio, let's welcome in Richard Crail and Mark Walker for their first hour stint. G'day, boys. Happy Bathurst Day, boys. Yes, happy Bathurst yep. Day. Uh, just very quickly, uh, this is highly unusual sitting at home watching. <laughs> it's not good, is it? <laughs> Opt out, folks. <laughs> oh, Get there next year if you can. Um, interesting little motor race going on, though, boys, to start things off. Um, good first stint. Um, slightly different philosophies in the, the strategies unfolding with that 
early stop, that lap 14 being a favoured one for a couple of cars and then others pushing it longer to 19 and 20. And of course, remember, everyone's engineering backwards from lap 134. So that critical number they need to get to at the end of the day to get to the chequered flag on a full tank of juice, that's what they're working back from. So that's why you see these things. But Mark, um, well, I've been charting the numbers as I have been all weekend. Scott McLaughlin's first stint, they made the right call starting him. Um, averaged a 6.8 over those 19 fast laps at the start. He was the only driver in the field to average 2.06s across his stint. So relentless efficiency and great pace from car 17. Yeah, let's see how Tim Slade goes. This is uh, money time now for for Sladies. So uh, we'll see how he goes out there in the first time in the DGR Team Penske car. You're saying reverse engineering those laps. 22 laps was the best that anyone got out of their tank last year. So still on par with that. this time by last year, the key lap that everyone stopped on was 135, but that mm. really wasn't good enough to make it to the finish. So, yeah, be interesting to see how that plays out and if this rain does eventually come. Uh, for mine, the takeaway from that first one a couple of mechanical things already starting to gam- come into play there with Rick Kelly with the clutch and two dramas for the BJR cast. So, it'll be interesting to see how that pans out as the day goes on. Yeah, Will Brown in the first lap. Geez, he showed some balls, Ooh. didn't he, through the chase? Well, goodness <laughs> yeah. me. Well, what got me was at the end of lap one, Scape was like, oh, that's a pretty sedate opening lap. Was like, yeah, what, yeah, I heard that too. Was it? Was it really? <laughs> they were door bashing going through the kink at 290k. Yeah, it was exciting stuff. Um, car nine's not fast at all, is it? Backing up where they've been all weekend. Um, and you wouldn't expect Brody Kostecki about, against, with the fullest of respect to Brody against a bunch of level one drivers that have done this for a long time um, to keep the 99 up the front. Great stuff from Anton though, wasn't it? Start of the day from young Deep Pasquale. Yeah, yeah no, very, very good. And uh, also we've got to give kudos to Will Davison. Hasn't driven one of these for six months and he's come in and stuck with McLaughlin. At the end of the day, at the end of that shift, he was only nine seconds behind, which is a great drive. And now as we record this at lap 22nd, Waters has whacked five seconds off that. And he's only four seconds off Tim Slade. So, Cam Waters could very much be in the lead before they hand the car back over again in around about 30 or 40 laps. Well, yeah, that's uh, the thing, isn't it? Having two A-grade drivers there of Davo and Waters, they're just as good as each other and they'll keep tapping out the lap times all day. And their car has been an absolute rocket ship all weekend. So uh, no doubt they will continue to be in the mix. Yeah, exactly right. All right, boys, we'll leave it at that for the moment. That's our wrap of the first hour. Back again shortly to bring you up to date with what's happening at Mount Panorama.